you hear that? Do you hear my dog's toenails? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> keep, keeping it real. <laughs> click, click, click. Yeah, I love it. Love when your dog like makes special uh, cameos. It's right. so awesome. Yeah. I love it, love it, love it. Remind love us it. of dog's name. Okay, so there's Luna and Sadie, and then I have two cats also, Barley and Tybee. Tybee is right next to me right now too. And the thing with the dogs is if I if I keep them in the room with me, then you're going to hear toenails. Mm-hmm. But if I shut them out of the room, then you're going to hear barking. So <laughs> I, they're off with the toenails, then the barking. <laughs> well, welcome to the Thursday, July 9th edition of Listen and Learn or Not. I am Anna D. Hi, diddly ho. Uh, we have Claire with 98.9 The Bull, the red, white, and bull. We missed you, Claire. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. I missed talking to you guys so much, but I have to say it was a real pleasure to just listen to it and not have to hear me on it. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the two of you talk is plenty interesting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You contribute so much to Claire. Yes, Cut it do. out. <laughs> Cut it out. And we have life coach Lori, who is all sorts of fired up today. Oh, yes. About oh, voting. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I feel like it's our due diligence to remind everyone to register to vote. Yes. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple of ways. I mean, you can go to the courthouse, I guess, or make a phone call. But there's a, a number you can text and find out if you're registered. It's 26797. That's and, all you got to do? Yep, 26797. And I guess you probably give you some prompts. The other one is, did you guys know this? Camilla Cabela is really dedicated to getting people to vote. So if you go on her webpage and you look to see if you're registered, and you're not, you can register. You get put in a drawing to have a video chat with her. Wow, good for her. Look at that, Camilla Cabello. I know. So Love it. That's my thing. You know what? I, I, In all seriousness, I have a feeling she learned that from Taylor Swift. Because I think Taylor Swift did a very similar thing in the last election. Camilla toured with her for a while. Oh. Uh, I know that's something that's always been really important to Taylor Swift is to get people out to vote and help people to re- get registered. So I think that's great. And like you said, don't assume, don't assume right. that you are registered if you've recently moved or, or whatever, you can fall through the cracks pretty easily. Right. And here's the thing. I think people get overwhelmed because there's so many things to vote for. But if you just vote for what you know about, it's good mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't have to vote for everything. But I think for me, I used to get overwhelmed thinking, oh, I don't know everything, but you just got to vote. Sometimes they, I don't know who it is that uh, leaves the pamphlets with information on it. So if there are like something being lobbied or just things that that might pass through or not, you can read about it. And they're really small, usual, you know, like one paragraph, usually one paragraph or something. Right, I think it's called the voter's pamphlet. Yeah, and then you can look those same things up in the the pamphlet and see what other people might be saying, the people that you like or, yes. Or the opposition, whatever, you know. Yeah, Yeah. we're just far enough removed of a generation of black Americans and women that were not allowed to vote. And people died. (laughs) They rallied. They went to prison Mm -hmm. to get the opportunity to vote. And so I feel like it's our due diligence to make what they did valid by voting. I think a lot of people also get overwhelmed at the sheer numbers of people who vote and think their vote doesn't matter. Right. But every single vote matters. Every vote matters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't get overwhelmed. I mean, I know Kanye's trying to get in on the, (laughs) get in on the running. Well, he had COVID too. You heard that yesterday. He said, oh, Oh, by the way, I had COVID COVID in February. (laughs) And he wants to start a birthday party. That guy. (laughs) Well, he's staying in the news. (laughs) 
So, Claire, I love what you wanted to talk about today because I was at the pool this morning. We can't do the walking, river walking, but we can swim. And my sister and I were swimming and talking about this cancel culture. Yes. Yeah. Cancel culture in itself is nothing new, but now it's got its own hashtag and it's right. <laughs> and it's making the rounds. And, and, and I want to start before we get to talking about cancel culture with uh, another term that I recently learned. And I think this term, I don't know if it was coined by the by Joe Rogan, the, the host, or, or if he got it from somewhere else, but it's recreational outrage. And it is this this thing that's grown up with social media where you basically stay at home and you express your anger about things through through the anonymous means of Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is. And you don't necessarily have to believe it or live these credos. You can just yammer on at people on Facebook and be angry about this and angry about that. At some point when you get enough people that do this, we get into what we're what we're now calling cancel culture. And I don't I don't want to make light of what this comes out of because essentially what happens is, especially now with the internet, we're getting more and more of the personal opinions of people in culture, artists and musicians and actors and writers than we ever have before, whether it's by them sharing their opinions or because pictures and previous tweets and quotes of them have come out from anywhere to one year to 10 years ago, now that we have a, a pretty large library of social media on people. and recreational outragers <laughs> then react to something that these people did or said and suddenly it becomes about canceling that person's body of work mm -hmm. and whether or not you agree or disagree with someone's personal opinions and they may have made a mistake maybe they were 17 and said things that they now regret when they're 27 maybe they they took a picture in a in a halloween costume that gets taken out of context maybe that halloween costume was a really really bad idea and they should have known better but for whatever reason they were young and dumb and did it i'm thinking of like prince harry who once dressed up in a in a nazi outfit right i mean things like that oh, i didn't know that, that yes there are pictures circulated of him and then his family's got a whole history of that that brought up a lot of demons for them that they had worked really hard to overcome at what point is a person a allowed to make mistakes and atone for mm -hmm. them and b can you separate a person's true beliefs from their body of work and where this comes and Lori, what i think you were probably reading about this morning is that within the last couple of days a group of i believe it's 150 mostly authors but but other people of renown wrote a letter to Harper's Magazine talking about how we need to eliminate this knee-jerk cancel culture. And among them were people like Gloria Steinem and Malcolm Gladwell and then Margaret Atwood and, and authors and, and people of thought who've been around our culture. But also J.K. Rowling was on there. And she's, of course, the author of the Harry Potter books, very successful, uh, bootstrapped her up from single mom trying to make it in this world to literally billionaire. She and, also and, and, has a mystery series. Did you know this? I did know that. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Mm -hmm. And 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 she's become beloved by a whole generation who who've grown up with these wonderful stories and mm -hmm. now adults who read her books and her mysteries and all of that kind of stuff. And she said some things that people don't agree with, and suddenly we're canceling Harry Potter. Well, and, and I think they took it out of context what yes. she said. I believe certain groups are taking out of context what she said and not giving her, they're not even giving her a chance to really try to clarify because every time she clarifies, then they're they're picking apart the things exactly. within what, what she's clarifying. And, and so 
this has really become a thing. Jimmy Kimmel did something that he apologized for, and suddenly there was this, you know, we need to cancel the Jimmy Kimmel show. And that unfortunately coincided with him deciding to take the summer off because doing what they're trying to do, his brand of, of television from home, is is difficult. And so people are like, well, it looks like he quit. No, mm -hmm. he didn't quit. He's just taking the summer off. And yeah. so I'm just... Uh, thank you for letting me spout off on that. Now I'll let you guys talk. But but where I'm coming from, where I believe that we have, and I can read you some of this cancel culture statement that they published if you want. But yeah. A lot of people want to try to correct people's behaviors or statements to educate them more and make them understand why their words are hurtful. But are we moving to a place where we're overcorrecting by completely now trying to erase these people from our culture just because they said or did something we didn't agree with. I'll be honest, I didn't really, I've heard of people kind of thrown around the term cancel culture, and then when you told me, hey, I, I kind of want to talk about that today, I was like, okay, I better get on Google. <laughs> Learning about it, pretty much boycotting a person who uh, has showed a questionable or, or unpopular opinion is what it says. I was thinking of like people in the past, like the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember, and nobody really ever forgave them, it seems like, right. you know. By today's standards, what they said was so tame at the time. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were right up there to change their name. They right. are now just the chicks. So, they did. Yeah. The chicks. Oh, how funny. Mm -hmm. And then you remember, I mean, this is probably a little, like, extreme, but you remember Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. What he, yeah. what he did. I mean, and it was pretty awful having to cancel him. I loved him. And it was like, I don't know, nowadays... It's everybody, nothing. I know, like every TV show that you you watch nowadays, they like kind of love the fact that they wank it. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're testing the old meat missile. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, but but then you gotta also think like. I think cancel culture, it brings an awareness also. So if we, if you do it, I don't know if there's a right way to do, to cancel culture, but, right. you know, remember, like, it brings about, like, a movement, like, Me Too. So where women who weren't, like, being heard or validated in their concerns, and they, then they found a way to hold their abusers accountable. And yes. they together. So, so there's that pro to it. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, oh, oh. I, I was going to tell you, I was also thinking about that Philadelphia Eagle, Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if yes. you guys uh -huh. sure. heard about him, um, but yes. he posted an anti-Semitic quote on Instagram right. a few days ago, and uh, that attributed to Hitler. And I think he admitted he was ignorant and really, I think people were even saying that it wasn't even really a quote for him, but that doesn't even matter. It's the fact yeah. that he put that out there. Look, and Anna, I, that is such a perfect example, because... Who he was quoting was Louis Farrakhan, who was a leader oh, among the leaders of the Nation of Islam, yeah. and who himself had quoted Hitler in certain contexts, right? Mm -hmm. and, and believe me, I'm not excusing what Deshaun Jackson did, particularly because I, the way yeah. in which he clarified it wasn't, wasn't particularly clear. But it, that's, it's like there's a layer within a layer there. He was quoting someone he admired, probably not even realizing that the person that he admired was doing something might have been dubious, right? Right, right. And people were pointing out that, like, the, the words were basically to pit two groups against each other 
Yes. So that they yes. destroy each other, basically. Yes. I don't know who the other football player is, but he's also on the Philadelphia Eagles. I think his uh, last right, name's right. Banner. He was upset to tears. I think he choked up. And he was like, you know, you got to understand, Deshaun, that the Jewish community is facing the same thing they've been through a lot as well. So, yeah. so yeah, he was pretty choked up about it, too. And uh, I don't know. That is, I, I will say, growing up, that is something that, I heard a lot and absolutely believe and still believe that, you know, when you come from a group that has suffered oppression, you, yes. you should have support and kinship for other groups that, that suffer oppression. Right, and, right. And growing up Jewish, I many, many, many times was told that, that we will always be supportive of minority communities because we know what it's like to, to be put in that position. And I think in a roundabout way, that's what he was trying to say. It just didn't come out that way. Well, it feels like there's not much grace. I don't remember if we talked about this last week, Anna, but people are just lashing out on Facebook. And if you say anything, if it offends someone or if they take it wrong, they're all over you. And right. it, has, it has just made me really sad because I feel like even trying to put out really positive, sweet things to cheer people up. People have gone on and said, you are so insensitive. How dare you post that? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I feel like there's this, uh, for lack of better words, counterculture where we have a right to attack anyone and everyone. And can we stop? I feel like I'm talking, singing to the choir because we're probably not the ones doing it. But rather than immediately react and post something, could we just either pass it up or look at it and go, hmm, I'm going to think about that. Or find a kind way. For instance, yeah. I posted something uh, uh, the other day, and I spelled a word wrong. It was um, during. I, I forgot the I. I don't know how it happened, but I missed it. And somebody just replied to the question. Somebody else pointed it out in a funny way, said, oh, say that three times really fast. And I was looking, I was like, oh, man, I made a mistake. And somebody else was like, nice nice editing. And I was wow. like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I just pulled it down. And I thought... <laughs> Wow, isn't we have this attack? It feels like an attack culture right now where everybody feels they have the right to yeah. just be mean, and it hurts my heart. Me too. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I put up a post, this was many weeks ago when the Seattle, the chop, the chaz, right, was, was first happening and right. sort of uh, being misrepresented. I remember um, that some, post. Yeah, I liked it. And, I specifically put in there, please, I'm not looking for comments. Please don't comment. I'm just telling you what's mm -hmm. going on. And I yeah. ended up taking it down because mm -hmm. some of the comments on there were just ridiculous. And there was another one right after it that I put up and put down. Now I'm just sticking to, to cats. I'm yeah. going to cat videos. But I even put something up the other day, a funny thing that I saw about masks that I thought was just personally very funny. And I held my breath. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give this a day and, and mm -hmm. if any... If the people who can't even see past their own bias to see the humor, if they start commenting, I'm going to yank it down. And that didn't end up happening. But the fact that I have had to even think about it made me sad. Right. And I feel like all of us are problem solvers. And so we see this and then we're, we're caught in it because it's happening to us. I keep thinking, well, what is the answer to not post, to not take it down? How how do we stay in a, a loving place? And when you think about it, even in the Bible, King David, I mean, he was a schmuck 
and he was a man after God's own heart. You know why? Because he repented, because he right. saw his wrong. You said in the very beginning, Claire, don't we have a right to grow? I mean, me at my age now, if Facebook would have been around when I was younger, oh my goodness, I would ha- hate to be held accountable to my yes. thoughts then. Yes, yeah. I am so glad that there weren't video cameras everywhere oh. when I was in college. Same. You know, and there, there were, but they're on VHS. Good luck finding them. Right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, just dumb stuff you say and do. I mean, it's just part of growing up is doing dumb stuff, right? Well, and that's and how we learn, learn, right? By making yeah, mistakes. That, <laughs> that is exactly, Lori, exactly. You learn from making mistakes. That's the yeah. only way you're ever going to get there. And we're so lucky that none of it is documented. And it's it's tough. Now, if you see a repeated pattern over 10 years, then you go, okay, maybe this person is not to my liking. But one thing that you said when you were 17 does not change my opinion of you. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> I wish I had known you when you were 17. I bet we would have got along really well. We would have had a oh, blast. <laughs> you guys would have been roommates. <laughs> we probably would have been. <laughs> And the whole thing with J.K. Rowling is I had some stepkids for a while, and that's how they learned to read was because of her. They would not pick up a book. And I I look at all the good and amazing things. I was a single mom. Look at what she did. And then to just be hearing bits and pieces. So then I've got to go look at it. And then I've got to sort through, Claire, you brought this up several weeks ago, the fake news and the real news. And I'm like, Oh, my goodness. How are we supposed to navigate this? And how is she supposed to navigate it? How awful to feel so attacked. All she was really doing was putting out some information. It wasn't uh, a slam, as far as I can tell. And people are going to say, oh, no, you, you're you misinterpreting her. But even, it, you know, where's our grace? Where's our grace? Where's our grace? Yeah. yeah. I also, as, as a side note, <laughs> I also feel the same way about online online reviews like yelp mm-hmm. like, i i feel like those are only full of people who just want to complain and it's so rare to find a good like a good on those things that i but this just might be me i just i'm not well didn't you read the yelp reviews no i didn't read the yelp reviews yeah when not to read yelp reviews is when you're gonna stay in a hotel right don't exactly. read them i would rather know but i i just feel like 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 being able to post online anonymously mm-hmm. has given people the right to be much meaner than they need to be. And you are right. Where is the grace? What happened to it? And how do we get it back and harness it? How do you get positive feedback instead of negative feedback? Why is it that you need to do that in order to to purge whatever demon that you have? Well, that's, the, that's it right there is I, I feel like hurting people hurt people. I mean, that's the thing we that they say in AA. That's the thing we say in, in any kind of uh, counseling or recovery. And so people are hurting and so they're lashing out, but now they can do it in the safety of their home. Nobody's like saying, wait a minute, back off. Let's hear the other side because yeah. there's that's not the nature of Facebook. It's like, okay, I'm taking that down. I was misunderstood. When somebody feels like maybe there's a new type of counseling <laughs> that needs to happen. Right. Right. It's funny, too. I had this conversation the other day with someone and and they prefaced it by saying, I want to ask you something and and I really hope it doesn't offend you. And if this is too personal, please let me know. And I'm bracing myself. Right. Okay. Okay. What 
what possibly in the last however many years I've been on Earth are they going to want to know? And really all they wanted to know was how much money I make because they were looking at some things. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank God, that's all. You know what I mean? Like, if we, I, and I don't know if that said more about that person that they were afraid to talk about money or about me that I was like scared to death of what they might have found out about me. <laughs> you guys, I as you guys are talking about it, a lot of people kind of really love to veer off. And I see it a lot in Twitter. I kind of got into a fight with a priest. <laughs> but it was it, it had to do with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. They, there's some items in there that just, I guess, don't jive with the Catholic beliefs or whatever. And so I just kind of said, hey, you got to want to let people into God's kingdom. I mean, you can't just yell at people and tell them they're awful people. He, his answer was, well, looking at your bio, I don't want to listen to somebody like you. And my bio, my bio on Twitter is a quote from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The Sportos, the Motorheads, the Geeks, the Dickheads. He's a righteous dude. You remember that? So he, was, he couldn't even get past that. I'm like, okay, I see my point is not being taken. Wow. Just... And does, this, does he know you personally or just only? No, no. I was commenting with the right. billions of other commenters. So. But he, he, he went to the point of looking you up and then decided to sum you up based on 15 Two, <laughs> Yeah, two people did. Somebody else from his flock, I guess, did the same thing. And, and she was like, you got to stop that foul language. And she goes, you're a woman of God. I'm like, well, I know that. <laughs> wow. People. People. Oh Again, judgment. 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 And it, sure. it goes back to, again, being curious. It's like, where are they coming from? Giving them a chance to explain and not not being so offended all the time. There's a book I love called The Four Agreements. Have either of you read it? No. No. It's so funny. It's just, hang on, just real side note. Sharon, my partner, just got that. Oh. It, we we oh. share an a Amazon account. So whatever she buys shows up on my Kindle. And Lori, I kid you not, The Four Agreements. <laughs> just showed up and I haven't I didn't know anything about it wow it's, that's so weird it's a very so, quick okay. read and I read it every uh -huh. year if not twice a year and one uh -huh. of the four is to not be offended and here's the thing people are lashing out because they're hurting but then we take it personal and then we get offended and it starts this chain and if if somebody could break the chain and so I made I'm not going to say I'm really good at this, but it's something I've been working on for years is to not be offended. So even when I took down my post and that person said, oh, nice editing, I wasn't offended, but I didn't want to leave it up if it was offending people. And plus there was a spelling error. It was my bad. So I did take it down. But where does it stop? Let it stop with me because right. everybody's offended by everything now. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It, it's it's just this. You said it before. Judgment. This snap judgment, and I don't know where that came from. It's not, and you can't blame we're housebound from COVID. I mean, this has been going on for a few years now. I feel like it's just oh, yeah. it seems worse yeah. right now because yeah. because the stakes are so high right now. Right on two counts, you know, with the virus. Um, as well as our, our, our reckoning on, on where we stand as a country in terms of you know racial integration, um, the stakes are really, really high right now. And so I understand people are that much more tense, but I don't, I mean, other than like mandatory yoga, I'm not sure what what's going to change. I certainly don't think the election is going to change it, regardless 
of how things change in our government if they change at all. I don't think that's going to change it. I think something else within the culture is going to have to come along and change it. And I, I don't know what that is or, or when that is. Are we going to get a backlash? Are we going to turn from social media? Are enough of us, regardless of boycott our standpoint, <laughs> going to be like sick of feeling like crap every time we get on our social media right. and just stop <laughs> right. using it all together. And seriously, I've been feeling bad because there is so much backlashing or whatever you call it, people just being mean. <laughs> so today at the pool, because, you know, we haven't been able to go anywhere. And so this is the second day I got to go and swim. And as we were leaving, you've got to follow the whales. And it can be very confusing which way... <laughs> is out and there was uh-huh. a, a man who was stuck and he's turning around going uh, I don't know what to do and he goes I'm not trying to be a you know what jerk but I don't know which way to go and as we walked out the door there was a little conversation between his him and my sister and I and it was so nice and we got in the car and we we're like that was so nice and I thought isn't this amazing that we're all touched by a nice conversation right and whales about whales and not being a jerk (laughs) i know that you noticed simple kindness right simple just niceness yeah and as we were starting to say this the person in the car next to us who is we kind of call her the mean lady because she is usually in the lane next to us she's not nice and if we try to cross over to get out because we can't swim as long as she can there's looks and she was walking to her car with a mask on and a mean look and we're getting the car going, oh, my brain's exploding. <laughs> Kindness and anger within three minutes, and I, I can barely cope. <laughs> You've just summed up 2020. Right? And kindness and anger within three minutes. <laughs> I feel like I want to start some sort of movement. But like you said, Claire, what? But what? Right. Yeah. What? What can, what can we do to, like, get everybody just to relax. You know, I often joke about, you know, we should pump like, you know, Paxil or Xamax into the water supply. Obviously we, can't, <laughs> we can't be drugging people, but I do feel like <laughs> like the whole country needs to just, okay, everybody breathe in on a five count and exhale on a five count. Right. You know? Watch out, Lori. She's got to pour Xanax in yes. your swimming pool now. <laughs> the whales. Oops, I left my water jug out. <laughs> I don't know what the solution is. I think we all need a look within ourselves right now. Lori, when you said just get into that good conversation, but unfortunately, some folks don't allow the conversation to turn well. And then we're seeing videos of that. They're like, well, first thing I'm going to do is punch you in the face. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That just some, some people have that anger in them. I don't know if they can or can't control themselves. Whenever I'm seeing some of the things on Twitter, at least mm-hmm. I've been on Twitter a lot, kind of like people are showing the, the bad side of humanity. And then you get people like me that are just horrified <laughs> about these things and thinking, oh my God, there's so many people like this. Is this is this real? That's a good point. We're hearing from those part of humanity and maybe the ones that are kind like us are going, I'm just not going to comment. And so we're missing right. them. You mm. may be a thousand percent right about that. Yeah. 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 Look at well, who do I follow? I follow like Chris Everett, <laughs> you know, like I'm looking on Twitter. She'll retweet something from somebody else. She's a tennis player, but she does have her political beliefs, and, and, and she'll put them up there. And you'll get, like, 20 stick to tennis and don't talk about things you don't understand, but then you'll get, like, 60 
right on, sister. Thank you for saying something. Blah 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 blah. And I, you know, I suppose it depends on who you follow and what you're looking at. So I do think there are people who are giving positive feedback and who are, you know, putting out the likes or the loves, the, the hearts. Yeah. On things. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like the ones that are mean are so much meaner than yeah. the ones that are nice are nice. Yeah. There's a statistic uh, that I use in coaching. 20 people could tell you you've done something good and one person will post something negative about what you've done and that's what you focus on. And so as you're saying this, I feel like maybe it's my focus and maybe if I could turn a blind eye to the mean quotes and the ones that are like love or, you know, hey, keep that up, Mm -hmm. go Wow, you know, really changed my mindset to be like, I am just going to embrace the love and just ignore the the two hateful comments. Right. Yeah. I heard you guys talking last week about how you've done a lot of hiding and unfollowing, and, and I have too. <laughs> I, I don't unfriend people, but I have hidden and snoozed a lot of people. And Lori, you, you, I don't know if it, I don't know if ignoring it is the healthiest thing, but that's what I've chosen to do. But I think what you're saying more is, don't take the negative to heart as much as you should take the positive to heart. True. And yes. when you're thinking about social media, because mm-hmm. it's very different if you are talking to somebody in person or even talking with your voice rather than your fingers, because you might say, oh, you sound really hurt. You were, Who hurt you? We might even have more compassion, but all we're seeing is the rage that we can't see the compassion behind. Boy, where is this coming from? So it's even when you get a text sometimes and you're like, man, that was mean. And it really wasn't. They were just in a hurry. They were on a call and they're like, yep, got it. And you're like, God, what's wrong? So it's so easy to mistranslate. Yeah. No. Yeah. Look at us. Sometimes, Lori, you say things, I have to to stop and think about this. Silence is golden. I was like in the dream sequence just now. I know. It's like I wish I could just carry Lori around with me. I don't know quite how to do that. I'm a text away, Claire, just a text away. I know, but I need you more like Siri, where you hear what I say and then just respond to it. You don't need to, you just read my mind. Well, I feel like the message today is grace and to try not to be offended and to focus on the good. Because even though we're saying we want more good, maybe for me, I can honestly say, the one bad makes me delete it. The one bad makes me hide it. Maybe if I could just glaze over and and just acknowledge all the good, go, wow, thanks for the heart. Wow, thanks for the hug. <laughs> right. Thanks for the thumbs up. Right. And then, yeah. and then comment on the bad one saying, thanks for nothing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> even the, this kid, he's my, my son's sponsor, and I just think he's adorable. And he was texting me a bunch of stuff, and I was, I was on a coaching call, so I kept giving him the thumbs up, you know, and finally he's like, boy, you really like the thumbs up. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> well, I like the thumbs up. <laughs> yes. Me too. I'll always take a thumb up over a thumb down. Right. Or another finger. Yeah. <laughs> we in traffic, what do we call that, Anna? You're number one. Hand gestures. Claire, hand gestures. Yep. What are they called? Hand gestures. Remember hand gestures. Uh, on the when we would listen to the scanner and the police would say, Getting some hand gestures here. Yep. 
Exactly. Oh, hang oh, on. Give me a oh. gesture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number one. Right. But in, in, in LA, we just called it the LA wave. It's the one, it only takes one finger, it. but it's the LA wave. Yeah. Before we end the podcast, ladies, we like to give a life tip of the week, don't we? Yes, we do. And I think it's Grace. Let's offer some Grace. grace. What do you think? I like it. Yes. I like it. Well, Claire, would you like to share any advice or recommendations to the listeners as well? We'll call it uh, clarity. (laughs) Culture canceling clarity. (laughs) With Claire. Claire Bear. (laughs) Claire Bear Claire. (laughs) I want to rewind way back to the very beginning, the very first thing that Coach Lori said, which is make sure that you're registered to vote Mm -hmm. and not to get overwhelmed by voting. Just choose the things that are important to you. Educate yourself as best you can and pass this message on to other people. Mm-hmm. Life Coach Lori. How about Claire. you, Anna? How about you, Anna? Oh, me? Um, I think I'm going to also go back to what we were all talking about. Find a kind way. I think that's what you said, Lori. Stop attacking, and it's all about grace. Love. Yeah. <laughs> and let's Love. look for the good. Let's search for the good and highlight it. You know, that's with, yeah. with kids at school when they're naughty. You're supposed to catch them doing something good. Uh, well, that was like with my youngest, it was like, boy, that was a hard job. But I mean, he's he's awesome now. But it was like, mm-hmm. I got to catch him doing something good. Let's do that. Amen, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is always a pleasure, ladies. Always, always. Thank you. Thank you, Life Coach Lori. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> and thank you, listeners, <laughs> for downloading us and listening to our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment below. And what do you say about five stars? Five stars are awesome. Yahoo! <laughs> Claire, we'll, we'll chat with you next week, too. You bet, sister. This is Listen and Learn. Or, or not. not. <laughs> I think we did that all together, too. That's awesome.